the truth. Price of Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is October 26th. It's a Thursday, 2023. Well, that's it, guys. That was the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I don't think I have much more. Oh, wait. We're going to talk about the New World Order. All right. Well, we'll do that, I guess. If you guys want to talk about the New World Order, we'll do it. Just, you know, it's, it's kind of a crazy time to be alive when we know that everybody is trying to kill us. And that's right, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, remember that everybody is trying to kill us. It is either easier to kill you than deal with you. So just remember that as we're going through all these things, this is absolutely uh, one of those things. We got another, um, what do you want to call it, Uh, false flag going on. We had, oh, I wanted to look that up. Uh, Let's see, shooting, uh uh-oh, shooting, shooting um, at AFB. Let's see here. Hmm. Military Times, gate breach and incident. That's nice. Uh, Lackland Air Force Base, active shooter. Now that was back last year. Let's see. What do we have here? Hmm. Can I help you, Cinder? What are you doing? Are you just... Hi. All right, come on. Say hi to everybody. Hi, Cinder. Hey, here's everybody. Say hi, everybody. Everybody say hi. Hi, Cinder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Hey, Maggie, come here. Maggie, come here. You come up here. There you go. There's Maggie. So, yeah, she's got the brown nose, everybody. So they, I know they look very similar to each other, but they will tell you that they do not know each other. Uh, even though they were sisters in a womb, they were. They have no real... I'm just kidding. They're, they're just two peas in a pod. This is actually my son's dog. Uh, Maggie May is her name, and then that's Cinder. Cinderella. Oh, I know. Good girl. Um, Cinderella, or Cinder, as I call her. It's easier for me as a man. I will not say Cinderella. Uh, because I'm just mean that way. All right. Uh, anyway, continuing on, we do have uh, the New World Order going on. We see the Internet of Things happening where the Internet tells everybody how to feel. And if you dare, if you dare, do not fall in line with those, those subjects, well, then you will be called a denier, truth denier, and whatever that means. So that's what they do to us, a single us apart. Way your dog is named Cinderella. Yes, my dog's name is Cinderella, Lindsay. I uh, looks like Lindsay's ready to um, she's ready to pick a fight. What are you doing, Maggie? What's what's going on, Maggie? What are you doing? What's up? Did you find anything you needed? All right, okay, she's good. Uh, hey, Rebecca Wells, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Anyway, uh, they always do the dog stretch. You know what? I never really noticed. My dogs truly live the namaste or whatever it is, life of yoga, because they do uh, the downward dog. That is a favorite stretch of theirs. Uh, They very much get down, head down, ass in the air, um, and uh, they do that whole downward dog thing. So when people say, you know, it's all witchcraft, I guess my dogs uh, practice that on the weekends and on holidays. I don't know what that means, but they actually do consistently – uh, do the downward dog stretch, and when they get up, it's actually pretty funny because I'm like, come here, guys, and they'll get up, and they're like, oh, yeah, 
and then they come over all happy. So I don't know if that's what I need to do. Uh, do every time I see somebody or greet somebody, I need to make sure that I give them the downward dog as um, as a sign of greeting. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I will be in Phoenix, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. I will be back in my uh, home state, the city I was born in, the where it all began, the Jim Price legacy. It all began in Phoenix General Hospital, May 17th. Uh, that was, uh, and if I remember right, I was born at like 7 in, was I born in the afternoon? It was last night, but not last night. I'm just kidding. Uh, it was at night, but not last night. Uh, anyway, so that's a thing. Oh, this is the Las Vegas Cup. Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. That place was not as good as it used to be. And I know everybody says that, but it used to be a lot of fun. You could go there and really, you know, take a chance and get fed and drink and do what you want and have a really good time at it. Uh, but we just don't have that anymore. Just don't have it anymore. So, anyway, um, John Kennedy is off today, so he will not be on the, the Clout Hub. And, um, oh, what is this here? I hope you're doing well. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. So, all right, no fighting. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Uh Oh, I see what you did, Lindsay. All right, I got you. I'll pick it up what you're putting down there. All right, let's get on to the Internet of Things, like I said here earlier. Um, so the globalists have us up, upset because the new Speaker of the House is a Christian, which then means that we're all going to put down our uh, arms to say, oh, well, because he's a Christian, then he's mining the store, which means that we'll have an amazing Congress and nothing stupid will happen anymore. I don't think that's going to be the uh, case, but what do I know? Another day in Los Angeles, five suspects crash into a victim and rob him in broad daylight on a busy highway. I saw that two days ago. Uh, U.S. Joint Base, all clear message sent following report of active shooter on Joint Base McGuire-Dix Lakehurst in New Jersey. And uh, says an all clear message was posted nearly an hour after the Joint Base McGuire-Dix Lake. Okay, listen, guys, we don't have to hyphenate names. We really don't. I, I'm, I, I need to stop everybody here. This is, this is a full stop for me. I am absolutely over it. I'm tired of it. I don't want to have to talk about it anymore. If I see one more dude with a hyphenated name on his jersey, I'm going to lose my mind. We need to stop doing this. Your father's name is your legacy. That's how it was intended. This is what we did. This is what we've done. In reality, it used to be what your father did for a living, which defined you so that, that people would understand what your skill set was because as a child, you would help your father do his shoemaking or shoemaker. I mean, golly, guys, this is absolutely ridiculous. But again, I have to have this over-explanation of it. And I am tired of hyphenated names, and I am tired of hyphenated base names. So anything that has a hyphen in it, I'm done. Okay. Is anybody confused about how I feel about this? All right, so McGuire, Dix, Lakehurst is all hyphenated. Uh, update, all clear. Uh, update, 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 all clear. JBMDL is no longer in a lockdown condition. We have confirmed all members of the JBMDL are safe. We appreciate the public's continued support. All right, so... Uh, anyway, so that happened today, and again, shiny object of things, this is what we're going to do, 
maybe wound up about that. Uh, the new guy that is supposed to be the Speaker of the House, he is going to be the shiny object that we all hoped he would be, and I do not see this working out well for us because we will end up not standing a post like we're supposed to. So, Lindsay, thank you for that. Yes, no coincidences, no coinkadinks. Things don't just happen just because they happen. Uh, that is a fallacy. The New World Order. Now, by the way, I wanted to talk about this. I've mentioned this in the past, and I don't think everybody picks up on the messages behind all of this when we say New World Order. What New World Order means is not so much that your world is going to change. Believe it or not, a lot of your world will not change. You're still going to be dumb. You're still going to be led by the, the nose ring that you've put in there for them. By the way, how stupid are you to put a nose ring in your nose so that anybody, time anybody wants to get your attention and make you feel like a stupid piece of cattle, they just grab a hold of that little piece of metal and then they can literally yank you around and you will obey them at any cost. <sighs> anyway, so those that will be led around by the nose ring because they are so simplistic in their mind and their thought that they went ahead and stuck a piece of metal in their face because that makes them forget about the pain that they do not want to deal with because, by God, why deal with the actual trauma or the problem? Uh, this is an issue. So, oh, whoa, 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 what we got here? It says, um, uh, Representative Eric Swalwell, is there an English translation for GOP leader McCarthy floor speech? And Speaker Mike Johnson, the new speaker, this was back in 2021. He says, uh, if you prefer, it whispered to you in Chinese. Well... Maybe Mr. Speaker Mike Johnson might be the okay that we were looking for. I don't know, but uh, let's see what he has here. Let's see. As, as Speaker, I'm honored to host my first foreign leader visit, the Honorable Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony, um, which is a, Anthony, uh, the Australian Prime Minister. Complete tool. Yeah, complete sellout. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, 19 hours ago, is a great. it was great to have my friend, Representative Dave Koshtoff, Koshtoff, uh stopped by tonight while leading a group on the Capitol tour. Uh, the Speaker's office is open. There you go. I am honored to be elected the 56th Speaker of the House. It is time to come together and deliver for the American people. Oh, let's see what he has to say. You guys want to see that part? We could do that. Let's, you guys you okay with that? I'll let, me, let me bring you guys up here. Let me get you tip the speed here. I'd hate for you guys to miss out on any of this. Uh, this is good stuff here. Let's see what uh, he said yesterday. Thank you all. Uh, first, uh, a few words of gratitude. I want to thank uh, Leader Jeffries. Uh, I do look forward to working with you on behalf of the American people. I know we see things from very different points of view, but I know that in your heart you love and care about this country and you want to do what's right. And so we're going to find common ground there. All right. I want to uh, express my great thanks for our Speaker Emeritus, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Kevin, That's enough of that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen. I thought he was going to say something important. I'm sure that eventually he will. Eventually he'll finally um, get to it. So... 
that's how we work. Anyway, uh, they need to steam that flag behind him. It's very wrinkled. Well, yeah, it is, uh, like their soul. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know if he actually ever got around to saying anything. Looks like they did a bunch of, ca- you know, uh, standing ovation, standing ovation, standing ovation. Oh, wait, let's see. There's a string here where he actually talks a bunch. You want to hear it? Let's do it. Come on. Oh, now the donut of death is getting... Look at that donut of death, guys. Isn't that neat? All right, let's try here. Nothing. Come on. Nothing. Nothing. Come on, Twitter. You suck. All right, well, we're not going to play it then. Screw it. I don't want to talk about that anyway. All right, well, the Speaker of the House is my uh, Speaker Mike Johnson. And why the, the flag is actually very wrinkled is because they make them out of nylon now. They don't actually make them out of linen or hemp like they used to. By God, why do something that's biodegradable or good for the environment while it's growing? Uh, let's just make it out of nylon because oil is the problem. Uh, donut of death. Oh yeah, that's the donut of death. That just sits there and spins. Anyway, uh, that's all I got on that. Let's see what else we have here. Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Rashida Talib. Uh, she apologizes during a fundraising, but she's tied to Hamas fundraising. I don't. Anyway. Uh, what else do I have here? Okay, so oh, let me go back. All right, I got distracted. That's my fault. I need to get back on point here. New York City outreach federal judge strikes down unconstitutional. Oh, what is this? So in a critical victory for the Second Amendment and civil liberties, a federal judge on Tuesday ruled that the New York City's gun restrictions uh, registrations violates both the Second and Fourth Amendments of the United States Constitution. Oh, my gosh. You've got two of them in there. Uh, Joseph Soror applied, uh, I'm sorry, applied for a permit to possess rifles and shotguns in his home in 2018, followed by an application for a handgun license for a home, for home permission, possession, I'm sorry, for home possession. Why are we asking permission of these people to do anything in our homes with our guns? And why are we registering guns? And why are we registering to have the permission to carry the guns when it says thou shall not infringe? Where do we give in on this? Where do we give in? There's also, by the way, there is a Second Amendment going through a a case that's going through the Supreme Court that says the ATF will have no authority over firearms. (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing. So uh, we might be getting somewhere on this, guys. Okay, so he applied for rifles and a shotgun and a pistol. Uh, Both applications were denied due to past arrest a poor driving record, and allegedly making false statements according to the court documents. John uh, uh, Cronin, in a 48-page ruling, specifically criticized the city for allowing broad discretion to local officials to deny gun permits. This is an important development in the fight for gun rights and could have nationwide implications. The city Rules uh, are ambiguous at best and authoritarian at worst, providing city officials with almost unchecked authority to deny any individual constitutional right to bear arms. Provisions enabling officials to uh, uh, evaluate an applicant's good moral character and determine whether good cause uh, exists for the denial of gun permits uh, were cited by the judge 
and uh, it was it said it was overreaching. Notably, Judge uh, Cronin said this case is not about the ability of a state or municipality to impose appropriate and constitutionally valid regulations. Wait, 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 wait. Constitutionally valid regulations? What is a constitutionally valid regulation of thou shall not infringe? What part of that do you, what are you talking about? What part of any in the Constitution says that it is a valid regulation governing, constitutionally valid regulation? No, anyway. All right, let's keep moving. The constitutional, um, the constitutional infirmities identified herein lie not in the city's decision to impose regu- uh, requirements for the possession of a handgun, rifles, and sa- shotgun. He continued, rather, pro- the provisions fail to pass constitutional muster because of the magnitude of discretion afforded to the city officials in denying an individual their constitutional right to bear on, keep and bear arms and because of the defendant's failure to show that such unabridged discretion has any grounding in our nation's historical tradition in firearm regulation. Failure to show that such unabridged Okay, all right. So basically, we got ourselves a judge who believes in the Constitution, but then says that there are constitutionally valid regulations. I feel like you're contradicting yourself there, sir. And I don't care if you use legalese to tell me about it. It's still BS. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, Democrat, Republican Jamal Bowman surrenders to police following misdemeanor charge for intentionally uh, uh, fire alarm activation, for intentional fire alarm activation and shutting down Congress. Uh, So, by the way, for setting up a fire alarm, which, okay, let me me walk you through this stuff, and we're going to get back to the New World Order here in a minute, okay? Setting off a fire alarm in a federal building. Let me give you the steps in which things happen here. First of all, when the fire alarm is triggered, immediately the fire department is notified. There is a bell that automatically rings at the fire department showing the location of where, what part of the building, what building it says it was and what part of the building it's in. Immediately fire trucks are then dispatched without call, without anybody you know, asking because this is part of the deal. Then you have the strobe lights, the fire alarms, they all go off. Then security, whoever's running security of the building, and the cameraman have to start going, and whoever's monitoring the cameras. Then they have to do a by-room check, and then the fire chief has to come by. He needs to do an all-clear. There is a huge process. But then, by the way, that fire alarm, that little fire alarm, he went over there and flipped up and pulled down and then clicked the little glass tube and broke it. Um, that has to be reset. Uh, sometimes they don't always have the parts readily available. Sometimes they have to send Simplex out there. Simplex is one of the largest providers of alarm systems in our country, and they own basically everything in every building. You'd be surprised. Like, it's a lot. Uh, but anyway, this guy's going to go down for a misdemeanor, but my problem is, is J6ers, for walking around a building that they were let into, are spending decades of their life in prison. That right there is a misdemeanor uh, for this guy, but because he's a lawmaker and not one of you Trump supporters, the miscarriage of justice is a real thing. All right, WHO leader Dr. Tideros says disinformation uh, eroded trust between people in the WHO. Oh, are you kidding me? Now, guys, when we talk about 
the new world order of things. We got you. We, you have to remember, you're the stupid one. You're the dummy. You're the one that isn't paying attention. You're the one that has the issue. You're the one that needs to, you see what I keep pointing out here? You are the problem. You are the problem. You have always been the problem. Now, they're going to tell you you're the problem because people who have low self-esteem, people who are running a con and have something to hide, have insecurities. And when they have insecurities and the lack of leadership, they put on you guilt. They put on you things that do not exist. They gaslight you. This is what happens when you have inferior leadership or people who lack leadership skills. They put you in fear so they can control you because they have no authority over you. And they know that. And if they don't make you fear them in some way, then you'll just go on living your life without them. And how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Disinformation lies the WHO. How dare you? You diff- I, I don't even know if that's a word. I think I made that word out there. So the Dr. Tedros, uh, he's the, the black guy uh, that uh, was always up there being their spokesman. Uh, he also forgets to mention he was the main player behind the disinformation that says this is actually Gateway Pundit. They usually, they're pretty good at this tongue-in-cheek stuff. Uh, World Health Organization Chief Tridos, uh, Tridos recently called for the world governments to follow through with national ratification of the WHO pandemic treaty after disinformation eroded Trust between people, government, and institution. Hey, by the way, what you should do when you don't get people to follow your lockdown, when you don't get people to do as you tell them to do, and you kind of piss them off, and then, you know, they find out you're a liar and that you've been putting snake venom peptides in their body, snake venom pumps in their body. When they find all that out, what you need to do is then say, uh, world governments, you need to follow through with the national ratification of the WHO pandemic treaty. You guys need to get that done so we have more lockstep. We have more marching in line. We have more bricks in the wall. We have more dead bodies in the ditch. Remember that, guys. This is what it's about. It's more to do about you just falling in line. If you would just obey... And then he would not have to feel so perplexed and over-explaining how he's right and you're wrong. And, you know, if you guys would just stop with the not complying, I, if the governments would just pass the treaties. Hey, Susan Bly, good to see you. Thank you so much. Uh, Dan, <laughs> who likes to dance in... Oh, Tredos, uh, Tr- Tedros. Tedros. Uh, Lindsay says... Uh, Tedros also likes to dance in undies, so she used the P word. I don't know if I'm allowed to use that or not. Um, this is, I'm just kidding you. She says also likes to, uh, he likes to dance in his panties, like the Ukrainian president who liked to dance in his panties in pornography and as well on the comic stage because he is a world leader. All right, so it goes on. Let's see here. Uh, Mr. Tedros, 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 Tedros. Uh, last month, the UN General Assembly adopted a political, uh, a political, political declaration on pandemic prevention. You know what we we'll have? You know how we pandemic prevention it? You know how we can pandemic do the whole preventing of the pandemic? Do you know how we do that? By you shutting your pie hole. 
Yeah, yeah. Mr. Tedros, if you just stop talking and trying to act like what you have to say is important, we won't have pandemics. It'll be magic. That is the cure. You keep your pie hole shut, Mr. Tedros, and uh, we won't have pandemics. Problem solved. All right, well, let's listen to what else what he has to say here. So, Okay, so um, let's see. Uh, UN General Assembly adopt a political declaration on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response, underscoring their commitment to meet shared threats with a shared response. One voice in unison. Sing it all together here, boy, guys, boys and girls. Oh, pandemic. I don't know. What do you, what, how, how do you praise pandemic? How do you, the, everybody, pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. I don't know. This is what we, we got to do it in a shared response. So all in unison, choir singing one, one note. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Bing, 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 bing. That's what we're doing here. Uh, the COVID-19 pandemic upended lives and livelihoods because you shut the world down. Sorry, I got emotional there. Uh, disrupting societies. Yeah, because you shut the world. You heard me already. And economies. Because you shut the world down. And exposed and exacerbated, exacerbated political fault line within and between nations. No, no, no. We didn't have a problem with each other. We had a problem with you. The fault line came with you and your medical tyranny and you shutting us down. We don't have a problem with each other, and we don't have a problem with other countries. You keep telling us we have problems with other countries. But we don't seem to have a problem with other countries because I've met people from China, and we liked each other. I've met people from Africa. I've even played rugby with people from Africa and Australia and New Zealand and all across this globe, and I've played rugby with a lot of different nationalities, and you know what? We all got along amazing. I, uh, I had a German foreign exchange student stay with me in my senior year of high school. We got along fine. We weren't mad at each other. And you still had the Cold War going on. He wasn't from the wrong side of the wall, but at the same time, he was German, right? Uh, I've been to England, France. I've, I've met a lot of people from there. I, I, I've met uh, people from Canada. Uh, I mean, uh, what, am I supposed to, uh, what am I supposed to do? I live with a Hispanic family that was from Mexico until I was five. Am I supposed to hate everybody from every other country? Because I don't remember hating them. I mean, the only time I have to hate them is when my government tells me we're bombing them. Remember that? Anyway. Chudos. This is part of the New World Order, guys. It's not that your life really goes anywhere, but in reality, the people who are going to be in charge, they shuffle the deck. They shuffle the deck, so who was first is now third, and who was... Third is now fifth, and fifth is now second, and second is now eighth, but eighth is now first. We're going to do that. So that's a that's a thing. So just hang in there. You'll be fine. It won't go. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, so anyway, we go on here to say, uh, the article goes on. Let's, let's read what else he has to say here. Disrupting societies because you shut the world down. Uh, economies because you shut the world down. And exposed and exacerbated political fault lines within and between countries because you shut the world down. Uh, it eroded trust between people, governments, and institutions fueled by a torrent of myths and disinformation. Oh, you mean like the snake venom you were putting in everybody's body or the graphene hydroxide? Huh? Not graphene oxide because that's a lie. Graphene hydroxide's the truth. That it was a lubricant, an industrial lubricant developed by K State decades ago. 
and was used as a propellant along with other things to bring the vaccine just a little bit closer to your heart? Because that's, you know, your heart is is there. By the way, remember, if the government cared about your health, the water coming out of your faucet would be structured water and it would heal you. Think about it. All right. Uh, Let's see. And it uh, laid bare the searing inequality of our world with the poorest and most vulnerable communities, the hardest hit. Actually, they were the ones who didn't take the vaccine and they were the least hit by your vaccine. They were the least hit by your death agenda. They were the least hit by any of this. Yeah, the poor countries didn't do, do deal with this. You know who really dealt with it? America. Because you guys are a bunch of dummies. Because you went out and got the government chemical because you were afraid that the fart in the wind called coronavirus was going to kill you. The Mexican beer flu that come along, the coronavirus with the lime on top. Yeah, that was going to kill you. Remember that? You were all going to die. I sat right here in this studio, and I told you, starting in 2020, I told you, do not believe this. Do not do this. Do not lock down. I did it every day. That's why I do the daily update at 4 p.m. Central is because of Trump going on at 5 p.m. Central or 7 o'clock Eastern time. I went an hour ahead said, don't believe it. Don't get involved. It's not what you want. Don't get in the shiny object of things. Um, And so, (sighs) so this is where we're going to go. So anyway, um, so the next pandemic is not a question of if, but when. Why? Are you planning another one? Is Agenda 2030 on track again? Did we get back online because Uncle Joe is in the office? And we can't afford to repeat the same mistake of the past. Oh, because you need the money to pump up your coffers again so you guys can go out there and scare the pants off of people? That's why WHO member states are are negotiating a new pandemic accord and amendments to the international health regulations to strengthen the legal framework for the global response of pandemic. Now, listen to what he just said there. There's a lot of information in that one sentence. Okay, listen. That's why the WHO member states, so that's like America and those people, states, they're not calling them countries. They call them states. Pay attention are negotiating a new pandemic accord. Accord? Well, that's not a treaty. We don't need a treaty. If it's a treaty, then we have to pass it by Congress. An accord is just an agreement. It's a handshake. We all say we, we, uh, we are all same, same. And amendments to the international health regulations. What health re- international health regulations do I need to abide by? I'm not. I'm American. I don't. Sorry. Bite me. And to strengthen the legal framework, legal framework, why do you need to strengthen the legal framework? What about the legal framework that um, you need to, what, are you going to sue me for it? You're going to sue me? So it's a legal framework? Uh, Susan Bly says, I had a Mexican daughter-in-law and have children uh, from South Korea and Germany. We have close bonds. Yeah. Oh, I have friends from uh, Korea and South Germany. Yeah, we're not mad at each other. They just keep telling us we're mad at each other, Susan. All right, continuing on here. Thank you for... Hey, by the way, remember, guys, like, share, comment. Like, share, comment is often possible. And by the way, mydailynaturals.com is up. 
So if you guys want to go over there and take a look at what we're doing, getting ready to launch that, we are still waiting on FDA approval to be able to give these to you because the FDA cares. Is that? Do you believe me on that one? Do you believe the FDA cares about you? By the way, guys, did you know the FDA does not actually approve anything? They just don't respond, and so it's a automatic approval. Yeah, FDA is FDA is a joke. Uh, let's see here. Let's go on, continuing on here. Uh, so this is oh yeah, remember the most vulnerable communities were hit the hardest. The liars. So this whole thing of international health regulations to strengthen the legal framework for the global response to pandemic. So remember. If you don't do it, then legally we're gonna get you. They got got you legally. Whatever does that mean? Legally, uh, we can't stop there. Oh, we can't stop there. But wait, Johnny, there's more. Uh, we must follow through with national ratification and accountable implementation. This guy is a tool. For the sake of future generations, we must not go back to the old cycle of pandemics. We didn't have a cycle of pandemics ever until you guys came up with medicine. We didn't have pandemics until you came up with vaccines. We didn't have pandemics. No, the Spanish flu. No, all those other ones. Those were because we put those into motion. We did it. Someone was tinkering with things trying to be God. That's what vaccines are. By the way, when were you ever HPV deficient? When was the last time you were like, hey, you know what? I feel like I'm a little low on, uh, on my HPV. I better go get, a, go get a top off. HPV me up, bro. I feel like I'm needing it. Oh, my tetanus shot. I haven't had my tetanus, my sterility shot. Sterility, meaning it's sterile, means it sterilizes you. And it could be up to uh, six months to a lifetime. Tetanus is actually a sterility drug, guys. It has nothing to do with any type of uh, saving you from a bacterial infection for being cut or scraped or maimed or whatever they keep saying uh, that happens to how you get tinnitus or tetanus. or Tinnitus is in your ears. Tetanus is in your body. It's a bacteria. So anyway, keep going on here. So uh, let's see. Um, oh, several outrageous, dangerous lies. Okay. So the Gateway Pundit recorded several outrageous and dangerous lies spread by Dr. Tedros during the pandemic. How dare he accuse anyone else of misinformation when he is the king of misinformation? This is actually a direct quote from the Gateway Pundit. Uh, this is their article and uh, going on. But soon after this, Dr. Tedros and the WHO went through the coronavirus, uh, went from the coronavirus being no big deal to projecting massive deaths from coronavirus. And this is going back to a WHO tweet that went out on January 14th of 2020. Remember, that was just a couple months before I started the daily update. Now, I was doing my radio show and all that stuff, but I was doing the daily update because of the pandemic. So it says here, preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human -human transmission of the novel coronavirus COVID-19 identified in Wuhan, China. You guys, oh, by the way, they're signifying the COVID-19 as the COVID-19 because it came out in 2019. That's what they're trying to do here on this as well. So just, just something to think about. The Gateway Pundit first reported on March 17th of 2020 on the controversial Ethiopian politician and director of, uh, director of, oh, I'm sorry, 
the uh, controversial Ethiopian politician and director general of the WHO, Dr. Tedros, and his irresponsible criminal fear-mongering. Tedros claimed in a press conference in early March of 2020 that the mortality rate of the coronavirus was 3.4. Many manipulated... Uh, Many manipulated that of the of the fatality rate of common flu. Uh, okay, so he was saying that it was three point four is going to die three point four percent. By the way, guys, listen to me. Three point. They were predicting then. This is why we shut everything down. They were predicting then that three point four percent of the entire world's population was going to die from this. And then, but the flu has a point one. Now, guys. I, I'm not trying to be like, so we're going to lose 3%, but I mean, huh? We shut down the world for that? Why do I, th- why do I feel like I'm not even remembering this right? Why am I act? why is it in my brain, am I not remembering this number as being that low? I thought they were telling us like everyone was going to die. I thought that's what we were doing back then. I thought in 2020 that they were saying, Across the board, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Go live in your hall closet on your warm breakfast of fear. Don't come out until we tell you because you're all going to die. Do you know that I know people that did not leave their house? They did not leave the structure of their home for over a year because of a 3.5. Four mortality rate? They approve drugs that have a higher death rate. They approve, you know, medical chemicals at a higher death rate than that. You know, some of these some of these injections for diabetes and all that have a higher death rate than this. But we shut down the world because this was gonna kill us all. But 3.4, I must have, I, I don't know, I got to quit. I mean, Maybe I need to start drinking. Maybe that's what my problem is. You guys drink, and I don't drink at all. Maybe I need to start drinking more alcohol because obviously my brain cannot comprehend where these numbers went and why it is that we shut the world down. I'm, I'm looking back on this going, we shut the world down for 3.4, and the problem is, is that number was actually not even at 1%, but they even churched it up 300% to get all the way to 3.4%. So they went from like less than 1% and they churched it up 300% three times to get it to 3.4%. You're all going to die. Shut the world down. Shut her down. I feel like I, I just feel like I remember that being different. And I, you know. So anyway, uh, an early numbers revealed that it was. Around 60, the uh, coronavirus mortality rate is uh, similar or less than that of the flu. And it looked like the coronavirus uh, panic was a scam. So I'm just reading from the Gateway Pundit here. So the actual mortality rate of COVID-19 is like likely decreasing over time as we see daily new cases rise with daily deaths declining. Uh, and I released an all-ages mortality rate of 0.2% back in April. So he was releasing this Dr. Tadro. MD and James, I'm sorry, James. This is a James Tadro. This is not the other guy to be confused with this whole thing. Tedros, Dr. Tedros is an Ethiopian. This is a white guy named De- James Tadro. Tadro? Tad, 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 
Todd Aero, Todd Aero, Todd Aero. I'm completely screwing it up. I'm sure it's just John. Uh, anyway, James, Dr. James here. Uh, he, him and Joey Krug, uh, they released an all-ages mortality rate of 0.2% back in April, nearly a month before the CDC came to the same conclusion in late May. But he's saying the CDC came up with a conclusion of 0.2%. Then why did we shut the world down? Why is that? Why are we? What is that a thing? So Dr. Trudos, uh, Tedros, Dr. Fauci, and Bricks scared the hell out of the people, created a pandemic, and pushed for lockdowns and social distancing that saved little, if any, lives, but killed the U.S. economy. Yeah. Why? Because Donald Trump's a bad person. And we're all going to, I got to get my ass right. Okay, uh, D- Trump, Donald Trump's a bad person, and if he wins uh, another uh, election, then we're all going to die anyway. So let's ruin everything for everybody. Let's just let everybody suffer. I think that's a great idea. You know, I, I and again, these people are the ones. Hey, Sarah, good to see you over here on Facebook. Thank you so much for being there. And uh, thank you guys who go over to Clout Hub as well. Now, just to, just you know, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not trying to you know, but what? I how come I remember this whole thing differently? Do you guys remember the whole? We were going to do the whole new world order back then, but this is a anyway. So we got to make sure we're going to bring everybody under a health emergency because fear is the only way you get the stupid ones to follow. And let me tell you something, guys. If someone is using fear, if you are fearful of someone or something. Question it, and I, I'm gonna, I'm, a, I'm saying this full out. This is, this is no more, no more BS. If you fear it, then stop. If anybody wants to to debate me on whether you should stop living in fear, go to your Bible. You not but you don't want to go to the Bible. How about this? I get up every day. I do a show at 4 p.m. Central. Every day when I'm in studio, if I can be here, I am here. I stop my world. Anybody who knows me, they know I stop my world to do my show. I am here no matter what. Okay, I have literally been sitting here in writhing pain. My back has been so far out. I have been in the middle of passing a kidney stone. I haven't missed a show. I have literally gone out of my way to record shows, to put shows out, to be here at 4 o'clock. And I tell you what, it is the most. it is one of the most difficult things I do. I mean, I have built 200, $400 million federal projects. I have hired hundreds, if not thousands of people. I have managed every rank of person and managed every race of person, gender of person. And that does not even get to the same anxiety that I know I have to come out here and do this and be accurate with you guys. This is tough for me. I work hard at this. This is a very difficult thing. This is what I do, and I do this because I want you guys to hear what's out there. I want you guys to know what's really going on. But if you're living in fear, and if I was living in my fear, I wouldn't do this show. If I was living in my fear, I would have packed up my house. I would have packed up my life. I would have put my tail between my legs, and you would have never heard of me because I would have gotten some little broken down nothing job because the establishment was willing to try to destroy me and crush my will, and I sat there and I lived through that fear even though I may have stared out my front window, even though I may have lived in fear. I am no longer that guy. I will no longer be that person, and I want you to be out of that fear as well. 
I want you to live free. I want you to be amazing and be as amazing as you can be. Now, that doesn't mean you get to be a weirdo and be a unicorn today or you identify as an attack helicopter or some weird crap like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Jim Price and what Jim Price is good at isn't what Jim Jim, Jim Price is actually the most comfortable with. Jim Price can do a lot of things in the world and can do and very handy and very able to do a lot of stuff and brilliant at a lot of things, but that this is this is something different for Jim Price. But you know what? I don't live in fear. I don't want to be a fearful person because I know it lowers my IQ. And God knows I don't need any you know any you know, IQ cut off the top, just a little off the top, sir. No. I need all the IQ I can get here. And I'm telling you right now, when you live in fear and you let your resonance drop down, you lower that, you are living less than what you can be. And I'm going to tell you what, even if you think you're only a 50 percenter, but you're living at 30, you're just shortening yourself. You're just caging yourself. This is, <laughs> oh, Lindsay says, uh, Jim Price has many skills and also talks in third person. That's right. I can't, I got to talk about me, talking about me, right? That's how we do it. But this is the world that where if you live in fear, you are going to die. And you're going to die a miserable, horrible medical death. They will, they will drain you of every dollar and every skill and every ounce of your life. And they will never say thank you. And they'll never come back to repay you. If you're living in fear, you're going to be living in their system. And they're going to control you in every way they can. If you don't live in their fear, if you live in your own resonance and you live in a higher frequency and you know that you're doing more for the world around you than you expect in return, then where are you going wrong? How are you going to be counted as something less than great? And if you're being the best you you can be, how can I be that person? How can I beat you at being you? You know, Bruce Jenner, if he would have just actually thought about himself and thought about maybe he needs to work on being a better him and not being sucked out, you know, have the life sucked out of him by that, by the Kardashian women. I mean, have you noticed that every single one of those women drain men of everything they have and destroy them and they become either addicts or alcoholics or dysfunctionals? Every one of those women, every time they run through a guy, those guys come out a little worse on the other end. I mean, look what they're trying to do to Kanye West. Look what they're trying to do with Bruce Jenner. They turn that dude into a chick. Now, he's never got his junk cut off, but he definitely has a shaved Adam's apple and puts a lot of lipstick on. But anyway, we don't have to live in fear. You being the best you you can be is what we all should be doing. And these people here have a different agenda for you. They want you to live in fear and they want to reshuffle the deck so then again you don't know who's in charge and you don't know what the playing is going to be next and you're always a little bit confused and you're off balance and you're not living your best you can be. And think about if you actually just was living the best you could be. Think about what you could really become. Because there's parts of you that you know exist deep down inside that there are these talents, these gifts that you have that your creator's given you and you have that power. And you literally, because they told you, you hid those away because I can't be what I want to be. I want to be a superstar. I want to be Magic Johnson. I want to be Larry Bird. I want to be Princess Leia. I mean, I guess there's guys that do that now, but I'm not that guy. But what I'm telling you is, is that we got this whole idea of this world that We're not being what we could be because we are walking away from the God-given talents that we have. 
And when we find out what those talents are and we embrace those talents and we really let those talents flow through us, you become so amazing and so much more in light and in tune and you will find the fortune you're looking for. And your fortune may not be in, in pots of gold. It may be in grass in your backyard, sunflowers in the garden. It may be just the fact that you can have a bed that you like. Maybe that's just enough. It doesn't have to be a bed you like and the house you like. Maybe it's just the bed that you like. Maybe it's just the shampoo you enjoy. Maybe it's just the freedom to think in any way you want without ever hesitating, without ever having fear and not living in that fear. Now think about that. If you were able to think freely, what would you do? What would you be? If you could think freely, you could be free in any way you want to be. But it's got to be you being the best you you could be. What would it really look like? What is you being as free as you possibly can be? What does it really look like? What is the real you, the real talents, the real amazing you that you let go and, and you let just happen? What happens, to, what happens to your world? Do you start living free? Do you start living in a different resonance? Do you feel that the world around you becomes amazing? The lights turn green. You know, the things, things are just, the timing works out. You, you show up and the door opens and, the, and you walk through and you sit down and you enjoy yourself and you are free and unencumbered, unencumbered by anything. Imagine if you actually let yourself be the most amazing you you could be. What would it be like? Now, when I traveled to Portland just last week, and I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but this, this thought came to my head when I was talking about walking through and being free. The, the mind, my mind's eye went to when I walked onto the plane, I didn't have a bag because I checked mine. They said, oh, I don't want to pay the $58 for a suitcase to be put underneath a plane and ran through the multi-billion dollar luggage sorting system that we've put in our entire nation. No, I wanted to carry it on, so I carried it on. They said, oh, but due to the fact that we are fully loaded, uh, we don't have enough room in the overhead, so can you please check your bag, and we'll make sure your bag gets to your final destination. I'm like, bet. You know what I carried onto the phone or onto the, onto the plane? My phone. Jumped ahead there. Just carried my phone. I sat down. I didn't have to put my bag up. I didn't have to do anything. I had to shove something under my feet. I didn't have to carry anything down the aisle, making sure I don't hit everybody on the way there. I just sat down. And you know what happened when I got done with the flight? I stood up and I walked out. And it was that simple. We have a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar luggage filing system that is partially used across this entire country except for the fact we don't use it because the airlines charge us 50-some dollars. Why? Does it cost 50-some dollars to sort it? It shouldn't because we already paid for it in our tax dollars. But anyway, imagine in life where you get to go in and you get to check the bag for free because they overbooked the plane, and so you get to have your bag checked for free. It didn't cost you 48 or $58 million at the check-in or whatever. They just checked it. Oh, thank you very much. I'll see you in Portland. Bye. And I sat there with nothing. I didn't have to think about, oh, where did I leave that bag? Oh, I got to make sure I get my stuff out of the pocket. I just simply walked on the plane, sat down, and I walked off the plane, and I didn't have to think about a thing. And I watched people in the Denver airport hustling up and down escalators. And I just walked around as if like I owned the place. 
I was just walking around. I didn't even have my phone in my pocket. I just had my hands just, just walking down. And there was people with backpacks on that are like fully loaded with 800 pounds of crap in it and suitcases with another suitcase on top of it. And they were just doing all this schlepping around. And think about that. I was walking around and I was the only person, even the employees always seemed to have something they were carrying that were there. I was just walking around the airport as if I had won the multi-billion dollar lottery, full cash payout in my bank account, $2 billion, whatever, like I had won it all. And yet these people were walking around as if I was the strange one only because I had nothing in my hands, but I didn't have to deal with my bag and I didn't have to deal with it for free. And sometimes it does work out that way, guys. Sometimes when you go into a situation, you're thinking, you know what? I just don't want to deal. I don't want to pay that money. That's all right. Oh, then you don't want to deal with your bag, but you know what? They dealt with my bag for me. Oh, and by the way, they said, oh, for those that early check their bags here at the gate, uh, you guys could go ahead and board early if you'd like. I'm like, no, I'll be one of the last guys getting on the plane because I don't have to sit in that little bitty seat where my body has to sit like this for two and a half hours or whatever it is, three hours in the airplane until I can get off the thing. And I finally go, oh, I mean, it's the most torturous thing ever. How do you sit in those stupid seats? There's no way. How do you do it if you're overweight? There's some people that are in those airplanes. I'm like, how are you going to sit in a seat where I have to do this? And I'm, I'm this size. So I don't know. Anyway, I didn't have to worry about my bag. I simply played, you know, a little game on my phone. United has this little numbers game I played. But you know what? If you guys are living in your best you and you're living in those things, you know, I don't have the extra $58 to check baggage, to be honest with you. I don't. And that's why I don't check it. Because that $58 is a lot for me right now. And yes, I had to buy the airline ticket, but I didn't want to pay another $58, $69 million for it. It was already too much to me. But I went to Portland, and I think it was a great event, and I have a lot of great benefits and great memories from it. And so, you know what? I got my bags checked for free. So that was a victory, right? That's a win. But if you're not living in that best you, if you're not open for these things, if you're not, if you're not allowing these things to come in, then how will they ever happen? How will you ever get to be that part? How will you get to create the parallel economy that the WHO guy here doesn't mean anything to you? When he says stuff like this, it's not going to shut the world down at, at all. It, it just, you're good. And you just continue living on because on your property you own where you grow and you grow your nutrients and you have earthworms and you've got snails and you've got mushrooms and you've got all these things. And the microbiome of your earth around you is beneficial because you touch it and it actually creeps out into the world around you and you're making the world a better place, fighting it back against the evil in the world. And your being is this amazing you. But what, what imagine, imagine if we all started doing that. If we all started just being a little bit better. I mean, that's what this new world order is about, is if we, if we fall in line and we just follow the butthole in front of us, then we're all going to end up in the same meat grinder. And they want to change the order of how America and everybody else is flushed out and all this and blah, 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 and it's going to be the same 
monetary broken system to try to keep you in captivity unless you create a parallel economy that actually does make their currency null and void because you just don't use it. You don't have to use U.S. dollars, guys. There is Bitcoin. There is barter exchanges. There is silver and gold. There is actual gold currency out of diff several different states across the country. Utah started this whole gold currency thing. So the thing is, is in reality, there are other ways to make and spend money. Venmo. I mean, you don't even have to really worry about the American dollars just Venmoing back and forth the same little pool of money. You could create your own economy inside of Venmo or PayPal or Cash App or, you know, Zill. Zillow or Zillow. Zill, what is Zell? Zell. Zell. Anyway, anyway. So the thing is, is when you just walk away from them, they have to come and ask you for permission. When you don't obey and you don't comply you give and you don't give in, you get to just be amazing in your own power. And that's what this is really about. This is a different world for you. Because you know these things and you have the discernment, you have to be different. And guys, we have the opportunity right now as all this shuffling's going around. Let's put ourselves into uh, up here. Let's just go ahead and put us on top. When we're shuffling around, let's do the musical chairs where we end up in the best spot. We end up winning the prize. Because we could do that. We could be amazing. All right, guys. Um, remember the 10% part. This is part of the amazing part. The 10% we do for a neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make a promise. I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer. Remember, this is your world. The Constitution limits the government but never limits you. That's your contract. And if you listen to your contract and administer your contract, then you control the situation. If you don't even know how to read it, or you have never read it, then that's on you. You don't know how to use your iPhone, do you? All right, guys. Thank you so much for the guys out there. Any questions or comments for me, Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com is the email, or thejimpriceshow.com is the website. Also, mydailynaturals.com is live out there. You guys go take a look at it. This is our new vitamin line we're bringing for you guys. This is going to go live. We are waiting on FDA approval. The government is here to help you guys. Remember, we were going to launch this a couple weeks ago, but we had to wait for the final government approval, it is coming, so hang in there. Don't go anywhere. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.